Hi all, welcome to Chat and Flicks, the movie and TV podcast. I am your host, Carl Pierce. Today with us we have Richard Earlham. Hello. We have Alan Bulger. Hello. And we have Harry Flanagan. Hello. Okay, so today we are doing a second of our uh, Festival of Directors, and it's my turn tonight, and we are talking about director Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright is a 45-year-old director from Poole in Dorset, and he's directed six feature films and one major TV series. He's done a few other little bits as well, um, various episodes of series or um, music videos. Uh, and he's a long-term collaborator with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, who, who are the big stars of the Three Colours Cornetto trilogy. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're going to start, really. We're going to start with, with those three. Them three, any film with them three, I, I will go and watch, basically. If them, if them three are, are doing it, I'm, I'm there. Big, big fan of Shaun of the Dead. Absolutely love it. And yeah. Hot Fuzz. When, when we realised Hot, Hot Fuzz was, um, where is it shot? It's shot in Wells, isn't it? Um, that sounds familiar. Yeah, a little, little sleepy village. Really, really like it. Yeah. Well, we're going to start with Spaced, really. So Spaced was a, a TV series. There's two series of it um, in, from 1999. And it's based around two people um, who want to, want to move into a flat, but they're not a couple. So they're two strangers and they want to both move into a flat and they, they've got to be a couple to live in the flat. So they pretend to be a couple. And during the, the series, they've got to pretend to various uh, residents that they're still a couple, even though they're not. And, you know, there's no attraction between them at all. Anyone seen it? No. I've not seen it. No. No one's seen it. Oh, Spaced, absolutely fantastic series. Very funny. Um, it, it's made for geeks by geeks. I think Edgar Wright said at one point. Just fantastic, stupid characters. You know, really quirky. Um You've got uh, Nick Frost's character who who's obsessed with the military. He's in the TA, but he couldn't get into the, the real army for whatever mm. reason. I think there, there is a reason for it, but you don't find out, I don't think. It's like a sort of running joke. Um, you've got uh, Sean Pegg's character, Tim, who is uh, he's, he's the main guy. And Jessica Stevenson, who's now Jessica Hines, she played Daisy. And they're the two who pretend to be a couple. Mm. Um and it's just fantastic, and it's beautifully shot as well. It is fast-paced. There's quick jumps, there's quick shots. Um, yeah, highly recommended. Uh, Brian Heap is in it as well, who you'll probably know from Friday Night Dinner. Anyone seen Friday Night Dinner? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple of those. Is he the dad? No, he's the neighbour. Right. The one with Wilson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the severely so, annoying neighbour. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So he's in it anyway, and he's a, he plays a, a sort of a budding artist, wants to be an artist, um, a failed artist, if you want. And he's, he's very sort of insular and, and, and closed together. But yeah, a brilliant show, brilliant show. So many people appeared in it as well. Um, people like Dave Williams was in it. Um, Ricky Gervais appeared in it. Um, Bill Bailey's in a few episodes. So like, there's loads of stars, loads of people you probably recognise. Kevin mm. Eldon is in it as well. Mm. Um, if you, if you, you probably see him in loads of things. But yeah, so Spaced was was on Channel Four nine o'clock, and it used to, used to I used to obsess with it. I've got it on DVD. I used to watch it every every uh, every week. Yeah. So then a couple of years after that, we had um, uh, Shaun of the Dead, which is in two thousand and four. So Shaun of the Dead uh, about the story of Shaun who is trying to 
we're with girlfriends, but in the background is the, the zombie apocalypse, basically. And he's oblivious to it at, at first and then is slowly drawn into it and transitions from being a sort of man-child who can't look after himself and is unreliable to being a leader of this group who is trying to survive the end of the world. Um, but again, Edgar Wright directs it and writes it with uh, Simon Pegg. Just, again, beautifully shot. It, it is clearly his work. Stupid shots like when um, Sean's getting ready for, for work, you see the mundane task he's doing, brushing his teeth, putting, doing his towel up and all that sort of thing, having a wee. And it, it's sort of like, it's, it's filmed like an action, action film. So it zooms in on these things dead quick. Like it's a, it's a really important like sort of action. That, that sort of thing. Um, what do we think of Sean the Dead then? So I know uh, Richard, you love yeah, it. I know sure that that. Anyone else? Yeah, I, I love it as well. Um, anything with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and all of it. Yeah, but see, now I, I love uh, them too. But without Edgar Wright, I don't think it works as well. Because you, if you've seen Paul... Yeah. Paul was yeah. okay, but it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't to the kind of like Sean the Dead. He wasn't. He wasn't anything to do with it. No, he didn't get involved. He wasn't in it. I don't think at all. So yeah, I do like them too. But I think Edgar Wright is sort of like the he's the he's the glue. Yeah, between them. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of your favorite parts of that Sean. Like I, I love him, and this is a running theme in a lot of his films. Is sort of the foreshadowing. So things that they say at the, at the beginning of the film mm. actually happen at the end. Um, so, you know, uh, I, can't, I can't think of one of the stuff in my head. Does he get back? But like, sort of, you get back with his girlfriend or something? Because at the start, yeah. he's about getting back with the girlfriend and then does he get back with the girlfriend at the end? Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, it's just them two who survive. Spoilies there, but it's them two who survive. Um but I, I, like another thing is that, is that shot when he's going to the shop. So you, you see that this all in one shot where he's walking the shop and he walks past a kid playing footy, walks past someone running past them, you know, like jogging, um, goes in the shop, gets gets something from the, it gets a can of coke from the from the shop, pays for it and walks out and walks the same, back the same way. Mm. Um, later on, you see the same scene, shot, shot for shot, where all those referen- reference points are, are slightly different. So you see the football just sat there with no kid. Ah, right. Someone running away as opposed to like jogging. Um, when he goes into the shop, there's a big like sort of blood stain on the on the thing. So he does everything exactly the same, but it's you know obviously it's it's the day after Z day as they call it. Um, and e- even a little little thing on the original shot of that is before he he he, he messes his relationship with, with, with Liz, doesn't he? Well, bef- he gets a kind of coke out of the fridge, but when it on the second one. Because she said to him, like, you know, get a life and, you know, sort of start changing your ways. You get a Diet Coke. <laughs> that's, that's his idea of, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to cut down on the Coke, you know, and all that, you know, cut down on the sugar. That's his idea. That's an idea. How he grows up is to get a Diet Coke instead of getting a Coke. So just little details like that, little things like that. Um, I love, I love all things like did that. Did you talk about uh, Shaun of the Dead and the virus? Uh, I don't think you did. I mean, I've listened to it, but I wasn't on it. The, vi- the virus episode we did. I don't think we mentioned it, but we sort of strayed away from the zombies as best we could, didn't we? I think. But um, can we do a zombie uh, yeah. episode at some point? Yeah. Oh, definitely we will. Definitely. Well, the the, uh, the cause of the zombies in Shaun of the Dead is never actually clearly defined. Um, there is a little nod to 
Night of the Living Dead that in that I think it was like a, a down satellite or something which caused it. So there's a little nod to that, but I don't think it's ever actually explicitly said in Shaun of the Dead that it's you know it's this virus or whatever. Mm. Room for a prequel there. It, yeah, there you go. Um, well, we'll talk more about the sequel for that later on, but uh, we'll mention that again. Anyone else want to talk about Shaun of the Dead? What's the scene with the vinyl? Uh, what vinyl does he throw and what vinyls does he keep? I can't remember which ones he, he, he won't he won't throw at the zombies. Oh yeah, he, he keeps um like does he keep the Batman soundtrack or does he throw the Batman soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> um I think he, he, throw the, he throws the second coming, I think, with by Stone Roses. Or he says something like, I liked it, you know, the second album of the Stone Roses, like he <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Um yeah, Shardy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know though? You know the actual throwing of the the, the vinyls is CGI. Oh, good, good. Do we know that? because <laughs> <laughs> you, you you wouldn't get you wouldn't get it to smash like that otherwise. That's it was all CGI the way. Like when they're throwing it. I've anyway. got a lot of those black top of the pops ones. I'd probably lash first. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not the real artist, the sound of yeah. <laughs> it's got like a pin up on the front, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy. How, how, how's that a thing? <laughs> how did people do that like back in the day? I suppose it was just a cheap way of doing like it, wasn't it? People's models or something. Well, what was the other one from Top yeah. of the Pops? The dance troops, they did they, have pants people, and yeah, ah, oh, who else who was it? No, I Richard Lennon. No, he won't. Come on, Richard, you must know. No, he won't. No, no, I have to find that one. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good scene, though, isn't it? With the with the two yeah. zombies. Um, and again, you know, all the foreshadowing because you know they, they talk about um, the shed. I think beforehand, and then they have to use the shed, and they've never been in it, never been unlocked, and they go and find things out of it. You know, again, just things like that. But also at the very beginning of the film. When it's it's sort of panning across and you're seeing all the people going about their day job, um, the girl at the checkout is the girl who ends up being in the his back garden, right? And then there's a, there's a fella stood at the board. So everyone everyone in that opening credit ends up being a zombie at some mm-hmm. point, I think. So the fella, there's a fella stood at the bus stop who ends up being the one who comes out of the uh, the house, you know, to the back, mm. the back of the house. Um, some of the kids. You know, who are like walking, they end up being zombies in it. So yeah, it's it, again just just all them sort of little clever little twists. I love all that of his films, and it's it's a recurring. It feels theme. like now with the coronavirus, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, even go to the weird, pub, can you? <laughs> no, you certainly can't. The Winchester. No. <laughs> What's he saying? Because <laughs> um, I put it on the I put it on the chat, didn't I? Um, well, that, that's good. That's, that's... That's going to be close at the end, so don't say that. Oh. <laughs> but it's all right. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, mention as well, um, what was great about Shaun of the Dead when I, when I, when I watched it in the pictures was it did sort of feel like a semi-sequel to Spaced. So there's one point in the film where you see um, Jessica Stevenson yeah. or Jessica Hines, as she's, as she's known now, um, and the, the, she sort of bumps into Shaun, literally bumps into Shaun. And they sort of have a little little chat as if they've, they've known each other for a while, and it's sort of like a little nod back is to that, it. But she is that the bit where you've got like one group, and it, the the people are very very similar, the similar looking, and they all pass each other. Is that that bit? 
that's it. Well, there's a bit before that, and then there's that bit as well. Yeah, so that's a bit later on. Well, yeah, a similar sort of thing. So it's it's sort of alluded to that you know they know each other mm. or they've you know they've they've known each other in the mm. past, uh, and that that's what it was. I, that, I thought that was like a nice little nod that she was in it. I don't think she's been in any, any of his other films, but it was nice to see her in it as as that like. I want to watch it again now. I'm seen it for years. I know, but do you know what though? Um, like I think it's been overplayed on ITV too. It's one of them, like, you always put ITV2 on, and it's always on. I've only watched yeah. it a couple of times, so I, I, I wouldn't mind Come revisiting it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we'll definitely have to watch it again, won't we? And we'll talk about it in our zombie episode whenever that comes. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween, probably. Um, so, after that, the next film that he had, uh, which, he, which he did, was... I don't know, debatable whether it's better or, or worse film, I don't know, but Hot Fuzz. I, I prefer So Hot Fuzz, you prefer yeah, this one, Richard. Yeah. So the, the story of Nicholas Angel, who is a top London cop. <laughs> um, that first who, bit brilliant, <laughs> when he's down in London. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is, it is, yeah. When he's, he's yeah, and he's, he's, he's basically the top cop, and he's making everyone look yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets, he gets shipped out. So he gets shipped out um, <laughs> to yeah to the little little sleepy village of uh, Go on. what's it called? Uh, not um. Go on. Go on. What is it? Oh, I can't remember. Anyone remember? Come on. What 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 kinds of Stanford? Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. Stanford. Stanford. There you go. Um, yeah, and sort of the the, the the sort of dodgy dealings that are going on going on in it. So again, very similar to Shaun the Dead. Very similar sort of makeup in terms of, like you know, the foreshadowing. Mm. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that characters say, which happens later on or links in later on. Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my, top of my head. But yeah, just a great, great action film as well. Loads of little li- little gems in there as well. Um, that the the, uh, the the shopping the, the the trolley fella who ended up on Game of Thrones. So people will say Yarp all the time. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that one of the best bits, the first time you watch it, when when you see Nick Frost and he's um, he's weighing up against his car and he ends up being one of the policemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. I love that line in that as well, uh, when he goes in the pub and all the kids in the pub. Yeah. And he goes, he goes how, old, how old are you? Uh, or, or, when's your birthday? And he goes, like, the 25th, 25th of May. What year? Every year? Get out. <laughs> and the, the whole pub's cleared out and he's left on his own. Yeah. yeah. With his uh, with his white wine or whatever it is, he has red wine or something else, doesn't he? That's less than that. Isn't, uh, isn't it something like a grape juice or, or a, I don't know, carrot juice? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's something like that, isn't it? Yeah, cranberry? Right. Is it cranberry? I don't know. Cranberry juice, that sounds good. That does sound good. But it's, it's, it's um, a really good story as well, I find. If you, if you take yeah. out that comedy, it's a very good story. Mm. Well, that, that's what's a good thing about his, his films is that they are a good film with the comedy thrown in again. You know, like sort of Shaun the Dead is a great zombie film, but it's funny. Yeah, Hot Fuzz is a great action film with funny, with, with funny like, comedy moments in it. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's what I like about his films is they are good films, but they've got this comedy or element to it or this quirky element mm. to it. But again. I just love the way his films look. If I if I watch his film, I can tell it's it's his. You know those 
um, sort of zippy shots or like the shot that transition into the shot. You see, I'll, I'll um, do that, but I can do it with uh, with the director I'd like to talk about. Um, I can spot a yeah. mile off, so I'm going to have to look out for these. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so hopefully, again, and, and what a great cast, by the way. Like, you saw the creme de la creme of um, British actors, because obviously you've got, like, Sam Pegg again, you've got Martin Freeman in there, Bill Knightley's in there, um, who else? Uh, Bill Bailey makes an appearance, you've got, uh, Col- what's it, Coleman, what's her name? Um Oh, what's what's the one who won all the Oscars in that? Uh, Olivia Olivia Coleman. Oh? Olivia Coleman's in. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Um, uh, Edward Woodward. Yeah. You, Edward Wood. Yeah. You've got Jim Broadbent. Yeah. Paddy Constantine. Billy Whitelaw. Rafe Spall. Who's that one? Billy Whitelaw. Who's he? Me. Which one's he? She was the mom in the craze, I think. Oh right. Yeah. So she's in it. But yeah, just loads of loads of great actors in it as well. Um, highly influenced by uh, by the Wickerman. Very very feel like Wickerman feel to it. You know the sort of sleepy village mm. that looks quaint and, and beautiful, but in actual fact is you know very dark secrets going on. I love it. It's it's my favorite of the three. Um, I definitely prefer it to what should we call it? Shaun of the Dead. Um, it's one that I remember the most as well. I know I've mm. seen. I have seen. I've seen all three, but when I think back, yeah. the first film that springs to mind is Hot Fuzz. I don't know whether that's because I've seen it more, but it, it is definitely what I prefer as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. I had to think about the third one, which you'll be going on to later. Also a minute. But yeah, I mean, Hot Fuzz, it does, it, it seems glossier, doesn't it? It seems a lot more polished. Um, And... Yeah, I can understand why people would think it's the better one. I, I, me personally, I think I've I've got a soft spot for Shaun the Dead, but I do love Hot Fuzz. It's 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 close to call. I mean, if we look at IMDb, if you look at the, the ratings on them, um, let's have a little look. So Shaun the Dead got a uh, seven point nine, and Hot Fuzz got seven point eight. You see, so Hot Fuzz over and over and over and over. Mm. That that's the thing. I used to just leave it on at night and fall asleep to it. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I I feel the same about Sean. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I, but but then but a hand half fuzz as well. Love it, great films. Um, I mean, we'll talk we'll talk more about the next one in a minute. But we're going to jump because his next film after that was one of my favourites, and I know James isn't a big fan of this, but hopefully I'll give another go one of these days. And I don't know how you feel about it, Richard, but you'll tell me in a minute. No, but Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I've not seen it, you know. Yeah. Have you no, not seen it? You're going to lend it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's a story behind this because I lent it to Richard months ago and you watched it, didn't you, Richard? You did, yeah, watch, I did it. watch it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I gave it back to you. Back to me. And then I left it in my car and it fell under the passenger seat. But I forgot it was there. <laughs> and then thought, I said, <laughs> I said, Richard, you, you must have lost it. <laughs> Basically. Wait, wasn't it a special edition and, as well or something? Like a two disc yeah, edition, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then you went away and bought it yourself. <laughs> so I I do apologise for that, Richard. Uh, <laughs> but, but now you've got a fantastic film. I have, yeah, yeah. But it's not on Blu-ray, though. <laughs> it's not, though. That's true. So go on. Um, so Scott Pilgrim, yeah. So that's uh, based on a graphic novel um, by Brian Leo Malley, I think his name is, starring Michael Sierra and Mary Elizabeth Weinstein. 
Weinstead, Weinstead. Um, and tells the story of Scott, who is basically a serial cheater with his women, and he's a bit of a geek, a bit of a loner. He's, he's going through life in a band, into his video games, and then he meets this woman called Ramona and wants to, you know, fall in love with her and all that sort of thing. Um, this, I absolutely adore this. This is one of my top five films, or, you know, top ten films, if not top five. Um, I absolutely love Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. I can see why. I didn't know what to expect. It was very, it was certainly a very unusual film, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, with them being in a band, and I, I, I probably said this about in a minute, but the soundtrack to this film is absolutely amazing. I love it. The songs that, um, the songs in the soundtrack that the comic book was based on, mm. if that makes sense. So mm. There's a song called Pilgrim, which is where he got the name for the, for the comic book. Um, yeah, I just love it. And I love I love the structure of it. You know, the five evil exes he's got to defeat <laughs> in order to, to date date Ramona Flowers. I mean, it's 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 made like a computer game. It's built like a computer game, and it, that's where it gets its influences from. I absolutely love it. And all the all the different exes, are, you know, the sort of dumb little little quirky side to them. Mm. Um, I love it. I yeah. love it too. I went again. To, I remember going to the pictures to see. It. I went to see it. Fact. I haven't seen it since, though. I'd like to revisit it. I'd like to revisit all these. I've seen them for years. I've, I've got it if you want to borrow it, uh, Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got it too. <laughs> I was thinking after this, I'll watch The World's End. I haven't even, I've never seen that one. So I haven't seen, I've only seen Hot, I've seen Hot yeah. Fuzz, Fuzz and um, Shaun of the Dead, but I haven't seen The World's End, so I haven't completed the trilogy. Mm. That's right, yeah. Well, he's done this one in between, World's End, you see. Um, and... Again, you, I can tell by watching this that he that it's him who's directed it. Um, you know, again those those quick cuts mm-hmm. and what what I've seen in this, which you'll see, which you see in, in World End, there's a, the, the fight scenes. He's kind of got you know he's, he's directing the fight scenes, obviously, and he uses the techniques from Scott Pilgrim in a World End, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Harry, have you seen Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, I did. Um, I only recently I've seen it. I think it was a few months back, um, and I thought it was really enjoyable. You know, just a nice film that you can just yeah. sit down and watch, not think too much, but still really enjoy it. Um, yeah, I wasn't. Th- I didn't think I'd like it at first. I, I went into it a bit speculative, thinking, uh, "Is this going to be my kind of thing?" But turned out pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And you oh yeah, it. I loved it. Well, there's there's loads of things that like I've got Lauren on, so she loves it as well. And there's loads of like little little uh, quotes I always say. Or we always say like things like um, um, pirates are in this season, you know, because like, because a fella gets uh, criticised for looking <laughs> like a pirate, and that's his comeback. Pirates are in this season, <laughs> and things like uh, there's there's a, there's a quote where he says um, someone corrects his grammar. I think Scott corrects one of the characters' grammar, and he says, uh, "Don't talk to me about grammar." And it's just stupid little quotes like that that I, doesn't mean anything to anyone. But if you've seen the film, it's like I love it. Prepare to die, obviously. <laughs> There's just stupid things like that. Um, I, I, just it's it's what it is. One of my all-time favorites. I like the cameos from like uh, this Chris. Yeah, because Evans in it. Yeah, because Evans plays one of the, uh, the evil exes. Um, Captain Brandon, Brandon Ross. Uh, well, Captain Captain America. It is. I'm oh, sorry. I thought Captain. No, oh, Captain Marvel's in it. Sorry, oh. sorry. She is Brie Larson's in it as well. Sorry, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, that's that's probably my favourite scene in the whole film is when you first introduced to um, 
that character, what's her name? It's Clash of the Demon Heads, the name of the, the band anyway. But when she comes on and the two of them realise that that used to be his ex-girlfriend and she's now dating her, her evil ex. <laughs> and, that, and that bit when it just kicks in, that song, Black Sheep, it's called. Hello again, friend of a friend. Brilliant. Fantastic. Wasn't that considered a bit of a flop, though? I mean, I know I love it, but, uh, but didn't it do too well at the box office, did it? No, it didn't. It didn't do too well. Uh, I've got the box office here. It had, um, it had a budget of £60 million and made back, uh, well, worldwide, £47 million. So, yeah, it was it was a loss, like. But I think it's, it's going to have that oh, cult following. Mm. I think Mark... Mark I remember when it came out, Mark Amode met said it, it it's got that cool feel to it. And I think he's right. It's still it's still got a big following. Um I think it was filmed in Toronto. Uh, and I think that they regularly like sort of have screens of it in Toronto. Mm. Yeah, it's got a big cool following like. Yeah, I love it. Quirky and weird. Oh that's me all over. Mm. So then after that, we had the the completion of the Cornetto trilogy, The World's End, um, which is, it's about five friends who sort of get back together um, to go back to where they used to live, to the old village. And again, um, there's, there's something moody going on, something spooky going on. Um, and Simon Pegg's character, I can't remember the character's name. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Oh, Gary King, that's him, Gary King. Yeah, he's sort of... He's living in the past and hasn't really grown up. He's had a lot of uh, mental health problems, um, drinking drug problems. And so it's sort of like him trying to rekindle his, his past. And again, it's a recurring theme of, you know, this man-child going through something and stepping up and growing up and being a sort of leader, and being a bit better than what he is. Mm. a bit like me. <laughs> <laughs> Never grow up, Alan. You'll always be a man-child. <laughs> so again, starring Sam and Peg, Nick Frost. Um, again, a few others from, from the other, from the other films. So Paddy Constantine's in this one, or Constantine. Oh, I never pronounce his name. Um, you've got uh, Martin Freeman's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Marsden, Marsden's in it. Rafe Spoils in it. Get Spoils in it again. Pierce Brosnan, another James Bond. Pierce Brosnan's in it. Another James Bond. There he is. Um, so yeah, again, a good, a fantastic uh, cast. And out of the three films in the trilogy, this one is is the most polished. Um, seen in a, in a toy when, he, when they first discover what's going on. Let's say with the with wherever they are. And it, again, it, it looks like the fight scene from Scott Pilgrim. Mm. So you can see it. It's, it's got his stamp all over it, basically. I think. I think for me. It, I don't know, it just didn't have the same feel for me as the other films. I wasn't impressed with it, to be honest. I don't know if it mm. was like the, um, the the Godfather 3 equivalent for me. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not like to see it again at all, but the other two I am. Mm. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, I, I only normally watch it because of watching the other two. Mm. And it, it, it's, it's, it's a good film, but it's not great. Um, and I, and as you say, I was a bit disappointed myself being a fan yeah. of the other two and, and all three of these people and a lot of the actors. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed with this one, though it's it's still a decent film. 
I mean, even even the soundtrack isn't great. I mean, there's some good songs in it, but it's not a great soundtrack. Whereas the other two films, or the three films actually, including Scott Pilgrim, I I listen to their soundtracks quite often. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, I don't. What do you think? I was it? disappointed by this. I think I've I think I I got it when it first like came out on DVD. I didn't go to cinema for it. Um, and I remember yeah. watching it, and at the end, I was underwhelmed. I'd say by. Um, compared to the other two, I was expecting it to be, you know, I didn't find it as funny as the other two, really, either. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if I felt like Simon Pegg was, in the first two, he was he was trying trying a little bit, and then the third one, he was expecting more. You know, he was expecting us to like him. Whereas in the first two, he wanted us to like him and, you know, he could do anything in the third one. Um, I, I don't know. I just couldn't take to, to, to it as, as the others. Mm. So, well, it's, it, he sort of switched roles with with Nick Frost in this one, hasn't he? Because where's in the other films? Nick Frost is sort of like the bumbling idiot, isn't he? Yeah. Whereas in this one, Nick Frost is the... He's a successful the, the sen- one, the successful one. Yeah. He- um, so maybe if they'd switch them around, I don't know. Might have been a bit different. Would have been interesting to see, though. That Simon yeah. Peck's uh, acting has is, is deteriorated to his film uh, since he's got better better uh, roles in films. Hang on, say that again. You think Sorry. Simon Peck's acting's deteriorated since he's got bigger roles in films? Yes, yeah, that's 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 I suppose was what I'm saying. I think in the first ones, his acting was better, and then in that third one, he can just play he doesn't have to try and um he, he's expecting us to think he's funny and he's expecting us to like the character whereas in the first mm. ones he is acting he's he's doing a good job and i think he let himself down a bit maybe but like like we said before maybe he was playing the wrong character be interesting yeah well he him and edgar Wright both wrote the the, the cornetto trilogy um so yeah maybe he's written the character for him, but really shouldn't have. I'm sure they've written it for someone else, maybe. Yeah, I agree with that. I've seen him in Star Trek, but I haven't seen him in Mission Impossible. What's he like in those those ones? I liked him in them, both of them. Mm. Mission Impossible's probably still probably his latest one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean he's he's been in a few of them now, and he's been in three or four. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean the, the first one, he, he plays a sort of he plays a geek, doesn't he? Like a sort of um, nervous wreck. Yeah. But then, as he's gone through the films, he's now a full member of the team, and he's you know quite competent and. Oh, he's getting stuck in. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then in Star Trek, I think he's he's got his own role in that, hasn't he? Is, is he is he yeah. Scotty? Uh, yes, he is. I, 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 do you know what I like? I like Star Trek films. I think didn't he write the last one, or had Good. a hand in right? Uh, which was a bit again disappointing. But he's he's good in Simon Pegg to be honest. I, I don't mind him. So yeah, that's that's the world's end. That's the now um seeing as that's the last in the Cornetto trilogy. Do we only called the Cornetto trilogy? I was wondering. So in, in the first film, Sean the Dead, um Sean asks uh, Ed what do you want from the shop? And it just shouts up blurts out Cornetto. Um yeah. and it, it I remember watching this in the picture with my mate Morgo and he laughed his head off at this bit. And I thought it was funny, but I didn't think it was funny as he did. 
and it was his f- not his favourite film, but it's the bit he always remembered. Um, and apparently this was because Edgar Wright, when he was hungover, used to have a cornet you know, when he's hungover the, night, the, ne- the next morning, and he just threw that in as sort of like a throwaway sort of line. But it was picked up by the fans, so the fans loved it. Um, and then so in the second film, there's there's a reference to the cornetto again when they go, do you want something from the shot shop? Yeah, cornetto. Um, so that that was a sort of like little nod to the fans, and then again the third one, the reference to the cornetto is there's like a rapper, um, just gets blown past past. I think it's Nick Frost's character gets blown past them, and <laughs> they, they they made the colours of them ref- relevant now. So in the first film in Shaun of Dead, it was it was a strawberry red one, which signified the blood and the zombies. In the second one, um, it was the standard nut nutty one, whatever cornetto, which is blue. So that signified the police. And then right. in the world's end, it's the, uh, the the mint chocolate chip one, which signifies the, the sort of es- extraterrestrial influences. The- so that's the theme behind the Cornetto trilogy. That's why it's called the Three Colours Cornetto trilogy, which started off as a bit of a joke, but is now what it's known as, which, you know, it's quite nice. <laughs> I quite fancy Cornetto. I know, I'm going to have one in a bit. You know, I've got some in the, in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> mint chocolate, obviously. Gotta be. Um, so then we're getting a bit more closer to, to, to modern day. So his next film after that was Baby Driver in 2017. Um, I, I, I thought that would be older. I didn't realize it was only three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. June 2017. So what? Is that his most recent one, Carl? Um, yeah, that's his most recent film. But he's got one coming out this year called Last Night in Soho, um, which is about a, a, a young girl who's into fashion design. And she's able to go back to the 60s and get design tips or something like that. Not too sure what the what, the, what it is. So Richard will hate it if it's a, a time travel one. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> mm. But uh, Baby Driver. So has anyone seen Baby Driver? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What do you think? I like it. I liked it. I mean, I know we've talked about Kevin Spacey in the past, but I, I like him full stop. Mm. Um, I think he's really good. Really good in pretty much anything he does. Can we... Think of something he's bad in. Um, uh, he gets but, a lot of criticism for um, Lex Luthor, but I didn't mind him. Oh, I liked, I liked him in that. Superman, yeah. when, you, um, when you know of, the, like the controversy of him now, like it spoils some of his roles. Like I can't watch American Beauty the same way. No, like he comes across as dead yeah. smug now, I feel, and that. Mm, I've never seen that I one. Think, I think this was his last film before things came out as, as going yeah. skew if, didn't they, for him? Um, but but this this was what Fast and Furious should have been for me as a car not. Mm. You know, it was a good film. It was believable. What was pulled off? All the the stunts they were believable. They weren't stupid like Fast and Furious. Well, um, but no, uh, I enjoyed. Yeah, well, talking about the stunts, I was watching a, a program on BBC. I think you put it on to me a while ago, Richard. Um, yeah. Life Life Cinematic or something like that, Cinematic Life or whatever, with Edgar Wright. Yeah, and he was saying about this, and he said. All the stunts in the film, barring a few little bits, were all practical. So it's all real cars, you know. Mm. It's all done. Not there's no very little digital messing around. Um, but that then first twelve minutes of that film, where it's all one shot, is it's just amazing. It just looks fantastic, and it's 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 so incredible to watch and to think. It does take you out the film a little bit because I'm thinking like, that's amazing. How have they done that? They've spent a lot of time choreographing that and getting everything sorted. Um, so I, I do love things like that, but it just shows how, how good a director he is as well. 
Um, but again, I was watching that program about it, and he was talking about Baby Driver, and he was saying the uh, the first car chase scene, the music to it. I don't know what the song is. I didn't recognise it, but he heard that song about ten years ago, and he had it in his head that that would be great for the car chase. That that would be right. perfect. And so the direction of that, all that, that them sort of scenes, was based around that that song. So. They were all listening to that song as it was going through, and it's all choreographed to that song. Um, all the little beats to it, and you know he's tapping on the on the the the, the, uh, the steering wheel where they, they slam the doors at the same time. It's all beautifully choreographed, even to the point where mm-hmm. some of the cars are skidding brown things to the track. And it, hmm. yeah, and it's, it's just a great film. It's a good heist film. Um, I, I didn't see it in the pictures, but I wish I had because I, I think it's it's great and. It's only got 7.6 on IMDb. I would have put it higher than that. I think it's better than World End. Yes, yeah. Well, that's that's a seven, isn't it? I was like at seven, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's rate it higher than Shaun nah. of the Dead. I think it's... I, I love it. I thought it was a boss film. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think technically, I totally agree. Like, it, as you know, as a... The way it's put together and things, I totally agree. It's, it's, it's made a lot better. Well, it is better than all the other films. But I've, I've, again, I've got a soft spot for John of the Dead. <laughs> so is this his like first Hollywood type type movie that he's done, Baby Driver? It it will probably Scott Pilgrim oh, yeah. is probably his, his, his yeah. first Hollywood one because the other the other three were probably were um, UK based if you like. Um, mm. I don't know how well Baby Driver done, but I know it's like it's sort of well thought of by critics. I'm just trying to look for the the, the box office. Can't find any box office data. There it is. Um, so it, it had a budget of thirty-four million, and well, oh, there we go. Worldwide, it made two hundred and twenty-six million. So yeah, definitely a success. One hundred and seven million in the US. So it's made three times its budget. So yeah, it, it must it must be seen as a, as a success. Mm, yeah, that's that's quite cheap for a modern film, isn't it? Thirty-four million. Mm. What what was what was the other one? Which one? Oh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, was that thirty? God, when you think of when you think of how much bigger it feels, yeah. um, oh, sorry, and 60. Scott Pilgrim. Six, was, Scott, sorry, uh, Scott, Scott Pilgrim was sixty million. Sixty million. Yeah. Where's the money gone on that? I know that's mad, Danny. Because yeah. so if, if that that shocked me, that so he's he's lucky to get another big budget film, really, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking at it that way. Um. So yeah, so that that's his that's his back catalogue up to now, and obviously that last night in Soho coming out in September, if, as long as you know things go as they go. Um, so yeah, so that, I'll, I'll be watching that. Like, do we know the the background behind his involvement with Ant Man? No. Does anyone know what? No. So basically, um, him and Joe Cornish have been trying to write and make the film Ant Man for for years. You're talking pre uh, Iron Man times. So he'd been trying to make Iron Man for absolute donkeys here. They wrote a script and all sorts. Um, so then when Marvel took off and you had like, you know, the Avengers and so on, um, the, I think he, he was either, he was asked or it, so he asked, I'm not too sure, to put it back past Avengers. Um, so basically he was, he was set to direct it. He'd done loads of work to it. He'd written the, the script. And then eventually there was a few little sort of hiccups between him and Marvel where 
he wanted to make a, 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 a Edgar Wright film, but Marvel wanted a Marvel film. And so, <laughs> so he left as director um, and somebody else came into director, I'm not too sure who. Um, so yeah, so he, he's got a big hand in, in Ant-Man. Now watching Ant-Man, I, which is weird, I can see him in the film, if that makes sense. There's, there's, I can't think of something yet, but there's little bits where like, there's like a little sort of, um, there'll be like a bit of dialogue where the sort of backwards and forwards, uh, you know, um, where, and it reminds me of him. A bit like where, you know, the, the, there's the lad who tells the stories. My brother said this, brother who did, knew this, but that, that's very Edgar Wright-ish, that. Um, mm. So I, I, you can see a stamp on it. I mean, the, the, the sort of, he left amicably uh, about it. Um, and I've got a little quote from Edgar Wright about it. He said, I wanted to make a Marvel movie, but I don't think they really wanted to make an Edgar Wright movie. I was the writer, <laughs> I was the writer director on it, and then they wanted to uh, do a draft without me. And having written all my other movies, that's a tough thing to move forward thinking. If I do one of these movies, I would like to be the writer and director. Suddenly becoming a director yeah. higher on it, you're sort of less emotionally invested and you start to wonder why you're there, really. So he's, he's like, I, I compare him to a Tarantino. He hasn't done very many movies, but he's got his own very distinct flavour um, and, you know, a, a big hand in his films. He, he seems to make films that he wants to see. And that's what I like about Edgar Wright. I love Tarantino, but that's why Edgar Wright's my, well, probably is my favourite director. Probably one of the, the, the most about, to be honest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, any thoughts? Uh, I, I'd like to say I like it. I'd be happy to watch it again. Mm. I like Ant-Man as well. <laughs> yeah, Ant-Man's great. Yeah, it is. Um, well, and do we also know, obviously, with Shaun of Dead being a big zombie film it was highly influenced by George Romero's uh, Romero's zombie films Night of the Living Dead and so on and that Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright make a cameo in Land of the Dead as zombies right Land of the Dead so that was the fourth George A. Romero film oh I've never heard of it it was actually Man and Lorna's first date oh I know Um, but yeah so um, Sam and Peg and Edgar Wright are two zombies that are locked up or chained up and um, Sam and Peg is dressed a, a little bit like Sean he's got like a, a little name tag on him right like a little sort of nod to Sean the dead right yeah, so there we go I don't think I've seen Land of the Dead I'll lend you I like I like the uh, the dead films yeah definitely it, it's, it's good oh. sorry <laughs> yeah, we have to do a zombie episode you definitely. Yeah, Kingdom as well. <laughs> oh yeah, is that uh, zombies? Is it? It? I didn't know it was zombies. And, uh, so, okay. but, uh, yeah, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> the, 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 the picture so zombies. Well, I, so don't worry. I didn't about know it was about zombies. Yeah. I just knew you, you'd mentioned recommended it, so I just put it on, and then yeah. It, it's it's a bit like a Chinese yeah, Japanese boss. Game of Thrones, isn't it? It's, it, it's good. <laughs> I have to give it a go. Good. So, okay, are we ready for our uh, fact or fiction? If James really be singing it, wouldn't he? But we'll just put him in here now. Fact or fiction. 
Oh, that was funny, James. <laughs> it was good. It's like it's like he's in the room. Um, okay, so did you notice? Did you notice he joined us a couple of about half an hour ago, and then he went? He did. He's texted on the group, but I haven't, I haven't replied back. But he said he joined by accident. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. But never mind. <laughs> Sorry, go go for okay, it. I'm gonna go. Go. So Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright consider the sequel that would replace zombies to Shaun the Dead. Replace the zombies with another monster, but decided against it as they were pleased with this movie as a standalone product and thought too many characters died to continue the story. The proposed title was From Dusk Till Sean. Oh, is it fact or fiction? I'm gonna go fact. I, I missed a fair bit of the question, okay. it went, uh, went off for me. Sorry, oh, sorry. Yeah. So they, they thought they were going to make a sequel to Sean the Dead, but they were going to call it From Dust Till Sean. Fiction. What do you reckon? Harry thinks uh, friction. I'm going to go fact. It was, in fact, in fact, a fact. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it, why didn't they do it? Uh, well, they felt that it would just be another rehash of the same film, but with a different monster. So, like, vampires or something like that. So, they didn't bother doing it. That's all right. They should have done uh, it. I know. I, I, I'm pleased he never, to be honest, because you might not have hot fuzz. There's still mm, time, good though, isn't Good point, yeah. They're, they're supposed so, yeah. They're supposed so. So, I, I, I was going to mention a few of the things from the Cornetto trilogy, a few of the little traits. Um, so, I've obviously mentioned the Cornettos. What about the uh, the defence? Defence defense yeah. gag. I can see it in Hot Fuzz and in Baby uh, and in um, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's I can't think. Of it's end. in the world's end as well, uh, but it's it's not as good really. It's the way it's the worst. So in Hot, it's the worst fence joke in there. <laughs> in Hot Fuzz, he jumps over them, doesn't he? Yeah, and then and Simon d- does does um, dude, I just run into that's it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then what happens in Shaun of the Dead? He goes to jump over it and then it, it falls down. It's, it's the, the fence actually falls down, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So in, in World's End, he goes to jump over it and th- there's like about four fences next to him and they all fall down. So that's <laughs> it. Yeah, that's the joke. Right, right, right so we go around the group and say who's, uh, which film's our favourite Edgar Wright film? So... Let's start with you, Alan. What's your favourite Edgar Wright film? Driver, but I like them all. It's they're very close. I just I, I like them all. I like Scott Pilgrim. I like Shaun of the Dead. I like Hot Fuzz. The only one I haven't seen is The World End, and I haven't seen his. Have you seen his very first yeah. one? He's a cowboy one. Which one? Oh, um, oh what's it called? Yeah, Fistful I, or something? I, 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 I want to see that one sometime. It's, it's like. Well, I, I believe it's, only, it's just a like, little sort of little, um, you know, student film. It's not a, like a proper uh, motion picture, you know what makes well, sense? Yeah, Baby Driver. Yeah, it's not a proper film. Yeah, Baby Driver, good stuff. Go on, Richard, what's your favourite? Um, I think I know. I'd say it depends on my mood. Definitely Hot Fuzz or Baby Driver. If I was going to choose one, uh, probably Hot Fuzz. Because, it, yeah, it's got that comedy in it. Good story. Yeah. Harry, what do you reckon? Mine's gonna be hot fuzz as well, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of. It was close between baby driver, but hot fuzz gets it for me. Yeah, that's. That, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Not surprised, but like, like hot fuzz is, is a lot of love for hot fuzz, isn't he? And baby driver. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the same. I love them all. Yeah. But oh, it's hard to pick between Scott Pilgrim and Shaun of the Dead. I love the both of them. Right. If I was going to watch one now, I'd probably, I'd, probably stick, I'd probably go for Scott Pilgrim, you know, which is quite surprising. Because <laughs> when, when Shaun of the Dead came out, I, I was obsessed with that film. Absolutely obsessed. I watched all the extras on the DVDs over and over again, so I know all the backstory and how it was made. And there's even um, a 2008 comic of it, which is a prequel to how um, Mary got into his back garden. And I've got that, and I think, oh, Shaun of the Dead. I'm going to go Scott Pilgrim. I'm going to say Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks, lads. Thanks for your, your input tonight. Um, so we'll finish on a little quote. And as we said before, it's going to be from Shaun of the Dead. And it's probably the, the famous quote from the film. Um, and it's quite relevant today. It is. I'm just, in this. So it's... I'll start it now. Take the car. Go to Mum's. Kill Phil. Sorry, Phil. Grab Liz. Go to Winchester. Have a nice cold pint. And wait for all this to blow over. Yeah, boy! See you later, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.